possible for women to afford their own place before they entered the paid labor market in mass. And in places around the world where you have not just general affluence and a welfare state, but also economically and culturally independent women, you see a real spike in going solo. On the flip side, in places like Saudi Arabia, which are incredibly wealthy but don't have much uh, independence for women, hardly anyone lives alone. But there still is a stereotype, I think, that uh, a lot of people who live alone are lonely and, and maybe also neurotic. I guess I'm wondering if that still comes out in in the people you've talked to. I think it does. You know, our attitudes have changed, but not entirely. And we still expect that most people will get married and live in families, even when, in fact, we live in more interesting ways. I would say that we have a thing we lapse into, especially in the United States, a, a conversation that says we used to live in simpler and better times when uh, our families were tighter, our marriages worked better, our communities were more cohesive, kids played in the streets, we were less lonely. It's as if there were once this golden age. I'm very skeptical of that view, actually. I'm not really convinced that the 1950s and 1960s, that golden age, were all that golden. And there are TV shows out there like Mad Men that say something quite similar. It, it seems to me like our attitudes have changed and we still have some stigma, but we need to get beyond that idea uh, that there's one normal, good, right way to live. It just doesn't correspond to who we are today. And you said that uh, the reasons for living alone change depending on the age group you're talking about. What happens as you go older? So the truth is that the great majority of Americans and people around the world do marry. And so the majority of people who are middle-aged and living alone were once either married or at least coupled up with someone with whom they lived. And so for them, living alone is an alternative to living with the wrong person. And interestingly, one of the themes that recurred in so many of my interviews was this idea that as lonely as it can be to live alone, there's actually nothing lonelier than living with the wrong person, than, than being in, the, in a bad marriage. And lots of people who are between the ages of 35 and 64 are living in a place of their own as a way of getting their feet secure again, as a way of reestablishing themselves. They are generally very interested in finding the perfect person, but they're not going to compromise and get married or remarried just for the sake of it. They know that marriage is not a perfect solution to the problems of life. And what about seniors? I mean, these are often the horror stories we hear about, people who have maybe lost a spouse or for whatever reason have ended up alone and truly lonely. Did you find that? I did find many like that. And, and I should tell you that the project that resulted in this book began as a follow-up to a, a book I'd written about a great heat wave in Chicago in 1995. And the story of that book was that so many hundreds of people were aging alone and dying alone in the city of Chicago, which is my hometown. I really thought I would discover a world of lonely, isolated senior citizens. And there were definitely some, older men in particular, widowers are far more likely to get isolated uh, than older women. They don't do as good a job maintaining their social networks and it can be very hard for them, especially if they have physical incapacities uh, and are homebound or if they tend towards depression or loneliness. 
But the big surprise to me is that the features that really characterize older people who live alone is their resilience and their capacity to do things. Uh, think about this. It's not easy to live alone. There's a lot of stuff you have to take care of on yourself. And one reason that so many people are aging alone today is because they are maintaining their physical abilities much longer. Social security gives them economic independence longer than they've had it before. And I was surprised to learn how many older people said having a place of their own was a great source of dignity and integrity for them, and that if they ever had to give up that place and, say, move back in with their children or other family members or, God forbid, a, a nursing home, that would represent a, a, a terrible blow to their sense of self. Is this trend towards more people living alone mainly happening in cities? It is, and that's another big change. And in 1950, the states that had the big concentrations of people...